Welcome to the Candida Chronicles with our host, Michael Biamonte, Certified Clinical Nutritionist. In this podcast, Michael will answer your questions and reveal the shocking truth that the cause of most chronic ailments is not what you've been told. The source is Candida, a yeast overgrowth which, when it becomes systemic, can cause all sorts of seemingly unrelated ailments such as chronic fatigue syndrome and even weight gain. For more information on how Michael can help you, please visit healthtruth.com, that's health-truth.com, or phone his office at 212-587-2330. And now, without further ado, Michael Biamonte. And hello everyone, this is Michael Biamonte, Clinical Nutritionist, with another episode of the Candida Chronicles. Today we're going to be discussing UTIs, which are urinary tract infections. This is somewhat going to be like urinary tract infection 101, because we're going to cover some of the, the very basics uh, on urinary tract infections. The first thing that one needs to understand when you're discussing a urinary tract infection is it can happen in men, it can also happen in women, it tends to be more prevalent in women because of their anatomy and their structure. Due to a woman's anatomy and structure, it's somewhat easier for bacteria and other microbes to get caught in the urinary tract. First, one must differentiate between a urinary tract infection and a vaginal yeast infection. It's possible for a urinary tract infection to be caused by yeast if yeast gets into the urethra and into the urinary tract. It's more typical for the vaginal yeast infection to express itself as a a vaginal yeast infection rather than a a urinary tract infection, however. Typically, when one has a urinary tract infection, the symptoms are pain in the area of the bladder and the urethra. Uh, Typically, one has a sense of urgency and frequent need to urinate. The urine will look cloudy, somewhat dirty, sometimes whitish. If you're looking at the urine through a, a test tube or a glass or uh, a flask of some kind, you're, you're typically see a lot of little particles and cloudiness. There is also a, a somewhat of a discomfort that can occur, uh, not only in the urinary region, but even throughout the body. Some, Patients typically report headaches, feeling feverish, feeling fatigued, etc. Occasionally, there could be a discharge when you have a urinary tract infection. The discharge is typically yellow and green, although sometimes there can be a gray-white discharge occur. When you have a urinary tract infection, it's important to try to find out the cause. Very often, when you go to your doctor... The doctor will use a a dipstick in the urine to determine if there are leukocytes and if there perhaps are nitrites in the urine. When the leukocytes are positive on the dipstick, it definitely indicates that there is a urinary infection because there's an abundance of white blood cells there that are fighting the infection. If the leukocytes are positive and then also the nitrites are positive, that is an indication that the urinary tract infection 
is one of E. coli bacteria. If the nitrites are negative and the leukocytes are positive, there is, a, there is an infection there, but one doesn't know if it's E. coli or necessarily what strain of bacteria or organism we're talking about. At that point, typically a urinary culture is done. Urinary cultures, from my experience, are, are uh, hit or miss. Many times they show nothing. Sometimes, if you're lucky, it will show the exact strain or species of the organism which is causing the infection. Uh, that, at that point, would be a good thing. And at that point, you could then select a treatment, whether it's a prescribed pharmaceutical or a botanical, which matches the correct organism which was found on the test. This way you know your treatment can be uh, specialized and suited for the type of infection that you have. What's very interesting are the, the cases where people have chronic UTIs. In patients with chronic UTIs, as opposed to someone who has it occasionally, it's really important to try to identify the cause, as I said earlier. Very often the cause is the person's sexual partner transmitting to them bacteria which that person is harboring, which they may not be particularly in infected by. They, as a host, may have a, uh, let's say, resistance to this bacteria. But when they reintroduce it into the woman who has the UTI, she once again falls prey to this bacteria. Occasionally, you find UTIs as the result of poor hygiene. Women not knowing how to correctly care for themselves uh, in the vaginal urinary area or in the anus, particularly when they wipe their bottoms after defecating. It's very often that a person has a chronic UTI due to an immune deficiency in that functional area. And that's something which can be cared for and it can be corrected. Typical medical treatments for UTIs involve a product called Macrobid, which is an antibiotic which more targets the urinary tract area. And that can be fine in some cases. In the cases where the person has the problem chronically, we're looking at a whole different situation. Was Macrobid within, in some cases, be used or offered every few weeks to the person, and that's just that's just not workable. Because you're not really getting the cause; you're just constantly treating the symptom. Now, if we're looking at treating the the underlying cause of the UTI, what we're looking at is taking two different sets of substances. One substance is going to be able to disinfect the immediate infection or the infections that the person tends to get. The other substances have to be um, aimed at, um, let's say, boosting the immune response there and bringing that immune 
reaction up to where you don't need constantly to fight off the infection. So let's take a look at this categorically here. First of all, the substances which are naturopathic, which are typically used to fight these infections, are very commonly and popularly known as cranberry products. Cranberry is used to fight the UTIs because cranberry contains a sugar which is called D-mannose and this sugar has the ability to literally wash or wipe the E. coli infections off the, the lining of the urinary, of the urinary tract. So when one takes the D-mannose, uh, essentially what they're doing is they're like taking something which is going to free the lining of the urinary tract of the bacteria which are there which are causing the infection. Uh, this is a very good thing. It works reasonably well, especially if the infection is an E. coli infection. If the infection is not E. coli, then this process does not work at all. And that leaves you then seeking for other, and other treatments. There are concentrated forms of the D-mannose that you can buy in the health food store, which, let's say having a teaspoon or so of this substance would literally be like taking many, many, many glasses of cranberry or many uh, pills of cranberry. But keep in mind that these cranberry products only work when you're dealing with E. coli. They do not work in non-E. coli infections. This, the universal uh, medicine that we typically give people who are suffering with UTIs is some form of silver. Mild silver proteins have been used for many years as very effective antibiotics in many cases and they are very effective in dealing with uh, UTI infections. Where the silver sometimes doesn't work is when you simply are using the wrong type of silver. The correct type of silver for urinary tract infection tends to be a silver which has a high parts per million. Uh, and this is an interesting uh, little distraction or tangent we can get into right now because there is great confusion amongst companies and practitioners who use silver products as to what silver products are the most effective and which one which ones should be used at different times, etc. From my experience, I have found that the best silver products to be taken for bacterial infections are the ones that have a high parts per million. The silvers that have low parts per million that tend to have uh, let's say a very small micron size. They're usually advertised as having a smaller 
micron size than than normal or solars that are better uh, have a better effect against viruses of all kinds and Lyme disease so when you're a, a typical brand name by the way would be Argentine 23 is a silver which has been taken and proven effective against Lyme and also against other viruses and this would be a correct type of silver. This is a silver with a low parts per million and very small micron size. Where, on the other hand, the other types of silver, which are typically just advertised as a high parts per million, generally 250 parts per million or over, are the ones that are best suited for bacterial infections and best suited for UTIs. The herb Lomatium is a herb which is effective against many types of bacteria, especially staph and strep. Um, it tends to alkalize the urine and therefore is a very good herb to use for UTIs. It can be used in conjunction with the silver and other substances. Uva ursi traditionally is an herb which is in just about every urinary tract formula that you will find. And uva ursi is a, has a very good broad spectrum activity against, uh, against bacteria, it appears to have, which is interesting, a particular affinity for the urinary tract, which is interesting. And the uva ursi, again, becomes one of the common products that is used when you're dealing with UTIs. For many years, there has been a lot of interest in, in the cinnamon products from Ceylon combined with uh, virgin coconut oil. And I'd have to say this is more anecdotal than anything. But uh, we, have, we have seen that people who've had chronic UTIs, who've used the cinnamon specifically from Ceylon in conjunction with coconut oil, and who have done it for a period of time in excess of three months, have apparently had their urinary tract built, rebuild its immune response. And these people have not uh, had any reoccurrence of UTI problems. And you could say that this is as a home remedy, something which has been a very successful cure for many people. My experience is that this must be done for at least three months for it to build up and have its effect really noticed. And it must be the cinnamon from Ceylon. There is no other cinnamon that works in the same way for some reason. So this combination of Ceylon cinnamon and virgin coconut oil has been reported by many people as to be very effective. In other people who've had very chronic UTIs and interstitial cystitis. We have a protocol from Way Laboratories which consists essentially of three formulas. It's the formula B1 KS formula and the LC balancer which have been found to very effectively um, destroy the organisms that are causing the reoccurring infections, help to clear out those tissues and help to spark the immune response again in the urinary tract. This is a, a protocol which you, I would say you could um, combine
with some of the other substances we mentioned earlier as a very effective urinary tract protection and to reverse the UTIs in people who have them chronically. Uh, these substances have done very well over the years in many different cases. As a matter of fact, I can't really recall even one case of anyone who had chronic UTIs and problems of this nature who took these protocols where they, they did not get well and remain well. An underlying cause of the UTI, and this is where we get into the, the chronic problems, is where the person may have a toxic metal issue. There are different toxic metals, which if the person has them chronically, will contribute to a chronic UTI. One of the elements that's typically ignored and not looked at in this light is iron. Now iron as a mineral and as an element is known to be a heavy bacterial activator. In other words, in the presence of iron, bacterial infections will thrive. If a person has an overload of iron in their tissues, it makes them more susceptible to bacterial infections of all kinds. I've noticed in particular where people have overloads of iron, they are definitely more susceptible to iron-driven urinary tract infections. Copper, as an element, typically doesn't cause this issue because copper itself as an element is an antibacterial element. So I cannot say that in particular I've seen people with elevated and chronic copper levels having chronic UTIs. What I, what I will say is that the people with chronic and elevated copper levels tend to have more problem with viral, uh, chronic viral and chronic candidiasis and those two conditions combined could then make them more susceptible to a chronic UTI. But as a straight UTI, just across the board, uh, the an element, uh, an excess of the element of copper would not typically be seen. Iron would be the most common. Uh, iron then followed by some other elements like aluminum, arsenic, mercury, all can be involved in chronic UTIs. But one thing that I would say is that where the person has a chronic UTI, you definitely need to test them and look for elevated toxic metals as perhaps an underlying cause because it's something that you will typically find. The, there's a trick in, in this process that where you attempt to then get rid of the toxic metal that's causing the UTI, you have to be very careful that you don't at the same time aggravate the urinary tract infection because this is something that's apt to happen. Uh, when you have the urinary tract infection active, as you mobilize the copper and you perhaps start to pull the copper out of the person's system, it's very common, unfortunately, that you can reactivate the UTI because as the, the minerals, particularly the mercury, uh, the iron, excuse me, comes back out into circulation, 
when that iron gets in your system, it can then stimulate another bacterial infection. So it's very important that you detoxify someone who has a toxic metal problem related to a UTI very slowly. You don't want to do it quickly, because doing it quickly, you're liable to stimulate another UTI. You have to somewhat find the person's pace, uh, the pace that they could go at in addressing this, and make sure you're not doing it too fast, because if you do it too fast, you're definitely going to have a problem. You will definitely see that the person is going to have uh, a, a relapse of their issue. So that's something to definitely be aware of. There are herbs that can be used um, at any point in doing this to then also build up the person's immune response in their tissues so that they don't continue to fall prey to these infections. One of the most common herbs that's used for this purpose would be echinacea. Taking echinacea on a regular basis is something which helps build up the immunity in virtually any of the, of the tissues in the body. Uh, different mushroom compounds, um, combinations of Chinese mushrooms are also another, another way that these, um, this immunity can be built up. Virtually anything that you hear of that can build up the immune system in general can be used to specifically build up the immune response in the urinary area. It's a very confusing situation when you have a person who has both a urinary tract infection and a yeast infection. It's very difficult to tell, in some cases, which is which and what's happening with them. So when you're dealing with this situation, you're going to be falsely led when you look at a urine sample because the urine sample can be contaminated by the vaginal yeast infection. You're unfortunately at that point going to need to go by the patient's symptoms. If the patient is familiar with how a vaginal infection feels and how a urinary tract infection feels, they're going to need to try to separate out what's occurring. Otherwise, you, you may be put in the, the, the predicament of having to treat them for both at the same time. And you really never want to do something like that unless you really know what you're doing and you understand what the nature of the infection is. Otherwise, it's just very confusing. Well, I think that's, that will conclude this podcast. I think I've given you the basis here of UTIs. UTIs and bladder infections can be very similar. What we can go into more in the future is a quite shocking condition where we actually have worms in the vaginal area and in the urinary tract that are causing the UTI. Uh, this is not as rare of a condition as one would think. And this is something which we will talk about in the future. And it's, uh, it is a condition that brings about a very stubborn UTI only because the typical medicines that one would take to kill the bacteria which would be involved in the UTI would not be the medicines that would kill these urinary tract worms. 
And again, thank you very much for joining us today. This is Michael Violante, Clinical Nutritionist. This has been another episode of the Candida Chronicles. And we will be again on the air Thursday at 4 p.m. I wish you health, and please tune in once again. That's a wrap for this episode of the Candida Chronicles featuring Michael Biamonte, Certified Clinical Nutritionist. Michael holds a Doctorate of Nutropathy and is a New York State Certified Clinical Nutritionist. He is a professional member of the International and American Association of Clinical Nutritionists and of the American College of Nutrition, and he's a member of the Scientific Advisory Board for the Clinical Nutrition Certification Board. For more information on how Michael can help you, please visit healthtruth.com, that's health-truth.com, or phone his office at 212-587-2330.